How are you? I'm great. I'm so much better. Let's get through this fast before she <laughs> Um, it sure didn't. It just yesterday was not meant to be. It just not. We sure did. Sometimes you gotta give up to get up. Yep. I don't that doesn't make any this is three funny ladies. That's Susan J. Cokes. And that's Joe Bailey. Please hold on to your coffee. <laughs> yeah, that was part of the problem yesterday. I spilled that motherfucker. Spilled it. Uh so how the hell are you? Great. How are you, COVID patient? I feel much, much better. Even from yesterday? Even from yesterday. Leaps and I, bounds. That's yeah. what we like to hear. I did half a day's work today and I'm glad I, di- I did it mostly because, because part of me was like, it's Friday. That's silly to go back on a Friday. But the other part of me was like, no, see if there's any fires to be put out before Monday. So, you know, and I'm so glad I did. So there were fires to put out. So I put some out and then I was like, yeah, I've now broken into a cold sweat. So I'm logging off for the day. So When are you going back into your show? Oh, <laughs> I knew what you meant, but I was trying to process. Um, I will, I'm not going in this weekend. I'm going back in next weekend. Okay. And then you'll still have like 14 weekends. <laughs> three, two, three. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, there's still time, everyone. Do you uh, still remember your lines? I think that I do, but I did. Um, because I left half my script there. Oh, dear. Um, because first act, I'm on one side of the stage. Second act, I'm on the other side of the stage. And the day that I left, I was like, ah, I'll be back. Or I don't know what I was thinking. And I left it. And so I had to reprint my first act. So I did that just in case. So I'm going to go. I'm going to read through it every night to refresh. But I've been testing myself here and there. And I think I still have it. That a girl. So yeah, how the hell are you? Anything happening? What's happening? What's going on? I'm fine. I'm okay. just fine. We did a we did a thing today. We were invited by this organization, Joe and I, to come talk about. Um, our presentation was called "Keeping It Gay: Our Life in Gay Theater." Oh, cute! Look at my boobs. for this hello boobs. <laughs> uh, it was for this retirement group. And so we got there this morning and they're called SOAR, S-O-A-R. And so I was, while we were waiting to go on, I did some research uh, because there is also an organization that caters to gay retirees. Oh, okay. Which all this whole time, I thought that's who we were talking to today. And it turns out that that is not who we're talking to today. Uh, Oh, no. We were just talking to regular Joe and Janet Q. Public from this retirement group. So, hello, boobs. We were both thinking that it was this gay retirement group. And so we were already be like, so, hey, girl, this is what it is. And then it was not that. Oh, no. But there were people there, all very straight-laced, older folks, but they were very nice. 
Okay. And uh, so that went well. Good, good, good. Yep, yep. And then uh, I can finish my story that I started yesterday. Ah, yes, please. Uh, before we got cut off, uh, I'm leaving for Florida. Or Florida. Florida. On Tuesday uh, to go direct a play. Which is crazy to me. And you're only there for how long? Uh, 10 days. 10 days. So you're going to direct a show in 10 days and then come home. Yeah. And uh, it's a very high octane farce to boot. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, Ronnie was here to see the actors last weekend. And he said, oh, I should. I loved your blocking and I should have you come down to stage this next show we're doing called Tommy on Top. And I was like, mm, I might be able to make it work. Send me the script. So he sent me the script and I read it and it's pretty terrible. Ooh, like I know. Oh legitimately did not even crack a smile while I was oh, reading it. Oh no. So I called him and he was like, what do you think of the script? I'm like, uh, it's terrible. And he's like, I know it's terrible. Right. And I said, yeah, it's just not funny, but I'm going to give it a whirl. So, okay, well, good luck. Good luck with that. Thank you. Thank um, you. So yeah, the cast is flying in on Monday. I'm flying in on Tuesday and we're going to put up a show in, 10 days. Now, do you open in 10 days? Yeah, it opens on the 13th. Okay. Okay. Which I just realized is Friday the 13th. Okay. Hold, I'm, I'm so. sorry. Hold on. I at first was under the impression that like you would direct in 10 days and then they would maybe have a stage manager run rehearsals and stuff like that once you were gone. But you're literally opening the show in 10 days. That is correct. That is correct information. Wow. Are so, they yes, coming in I'll off be. book? That is the plan. They've been having rehearsals on Zoom to facilitate that. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know where they are. I have not been able to join one of those. So Wow. Well, okay. Um, cool. That sounds like a nightmare. Sorry for you. But uh, you know, I'll be going to Fort Lauderdale. I've never been there before. So let's examine yeah. what happened the last time you went to Florida. I know. I thought about that because, again, it's Florida. Florida. So. So, yeah, that is that. So you've had some time. What have you been doing? What have I been doing with my time? Let's see. I've been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial here and there. Oh, dear. It is, it is a fucking shit show. Her lawyers. Oh, my God. I can't even to explain it would do it no justice. You can watch it live on court TV every day. It's just, oh, it's, it, I mean, it is just so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Now, what is at the heart of the trial? Is it like a domestic a battery? So he situation? is suing her because she wrote an op ed piece for. I can't remember the magazine Vanity Fit. No, she wrote an op-ed piece. Okay. And basically it was about her life, um, surviving domestic violence or what have you. So he sued her for defamation of character to be like, listen, everyone is going to think this is me and I'm tired of you lying. So he's suing her. 
And so that is what this is for. And he, she is counter suing him for something else and have whatever opinion you want. But through watching this, I love him even more. Oh, and, wow. I, and I believe him even more. Okay. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's, but it's, it's a farce. It's an absolute farce. I did. Oh yes. I did watch Serial mom and it was delightful. I loved it. So fucking funny. I loved it so much. I want to watch our flag means death, but so many people are talking about it. You know, I'm the same way as you when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm like, meh, I don't want to watch it yet. Yeah. Oh, we've been watching big brother Australia. Ah, yes. The Japan second. And I have talked about that. I don't, season. I, I couldn't get into it. I enjoy it. It's weird, but I enjoy it. I like that it's, I like that Big Brother is actually a thing. Right. And not just like a Big Brother kind of thing. Sure, 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 sure. Right. But yeah, it's weird that they don't do the veto or any of that business. Did you watch Canada? No. Okay. Canada is the best one. And Big Brother is like Canada. And Big Brother is like actually Big Brother. It's not just. We're going to film these, like you just said. Um, They're actually like, oh, you have a certain plan? Well, guess what? We're going to do this to fuck you up. So it's pretty great. That's how the last one, I think, that we watched, or the one before, it was, it's surprise week in the house. And so they Big Brother is unleashing all of these events to happen to the housemates, but they're not allowed to react in any way to them. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they get, if they made it then they all got a big kfc feast nice. which is so funny to me how much the rest of the world fucking loves kfc but like one of the housemates like they released her dog into the house and she wasn't allowed to like she couldn't like be like oh my god it's my dog she had to just like ignore the dog and i felt so sorry no, for the dog no see absolutely i'd be like goodbye big brother <laughs> no absolutely not but that was fun. It was fun to watch all that. So, but yeah, it's been interesting. And uh, yeah, that's cute. That's about it. And our next show at the Ringwald uh, has been canceled as of yesterday. So now we have a big window open. So, do we think we're going to try to f- fill that gap? I don't think. I don't really know that there's time to do anything. Right. So I was a little worried you guys were going to be like, let's push up the summer show. I was going to be like, <laughs> I will die. No. All right. Yeah. I just don't think there's time. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we do have some mail. We do have mail. You want to take the first one from our dear friend, Joelle? This is from our dearest friend, Joelle. Uh, I know I already emailed you once this week, but I would like to nominate Alison Bree to be the third funny lady. Ooh, really digging her work lately. Uh, on a related note, Roar on Apple TV is just brilliant and right up three funny ladies alley. It's funny and thoughtful and dark and quirky. Okay, I'll look it up. And oh, uh, we saw that uh, the Gene uh, Smart second season hacks hacks thank you is coming yes next month so pretty excited about that um yeah i had never heard of this roar before i saw his emails so i want to check it out yeah me too me too and did we have another one we do from our dear friend of the north mr matt writes in i well the subject line first of all is christ is real 
and he says, I believe in a new world, a new dawn. Canada has finally let America know oh what it wants. <laughs> and America Christ. is delivering. We should run foreign relations for our countries. <laughs> I'm so glad you prayed on it. I can't describe. I'm assuming this is about the Shelley Long Kersielli smackdown. I can't describe how happy I am. For the record, the Kersielli time Allen movie is just a hot mess. It's worth it. Oh, Tim Allen, that uh, Amish. Amish, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That Amish vehicle. And Seuss, who hasn't seen the brilliance that has dropped it, gorgeous. Yes. Shame from all the gays. Shame. Brandy. There's so many rules for allies. I'm sorry. Brandy Joe, Village of the Damned is also in there. Wins for all. I love you. I love you both. And so do Shelly and Kirstie. <laughs> I am every euphoric feeling all at once, everything, everywhere. There's no need for Wicked to be split into two movies. Yes, we need to talk about that for one moment. Okay, we will. Stop the insanity, he says. Um, under the nickname... Uh, Dr. Spin, Andrew Lloyd Webber released a top 10 single in 1992 called Tetris. I did not know that. I don't, I think I could have gone my whole life without that. <laughs> the new Nick Cage movie is actually quite hilarious and meta, whatever that's supposed to mean. Two boners up. I don't exercise. If God had wanted me to, he would have uh, put diamonds on the floor. Yeah. XOXO, your friend, now and forever in Christ, Mr. Canadian Matt Ellie Long. <laughs> And then he gives a shout out to his usual three folks, Kirstie and Shelley, Tigers and Bears, oh my, Funniest Ladies Who Never Got Oscar Noms But Should Have Ooh. for the Roles, or Ooh. One. That's an interesting one. Mm. Um, Wicked does not need to be two movies. No, it, it fucking does not. doesn't. No, like, I'm already over it. it already. Already over it. Like So stupid. So fucking dumb. It does not need to be two movies. No. It's like The Hunger Games, The Last One Mocking Jay, which was a sh pretty short book, but they made the movie two movies and then added all this bullshit that wasn't in the books to justify it being two movies. Now, listen, the book is more intensive than the stage show, okay? But it's a book. And that's a stage show and they and they cut a lot of the fat and it's perfect you know at this point i would rather have a pro shot of wicked let's just stop making musical movies let's just i just want to see the pro shots which they're doing with heathers did you hear this i did see that i'm very excited because i've never yep, seen yep. it they're also doing one of um uh waitress oh they are waitress? i think so yeah oh, or they did they did with sarah Oh, I'd love to see that. Um, so I'm so excited about that. Yeah, let's just do pro shots, especially when you're going to cast the movie poorly and then break it into two for some bullshit reason. Like, stop it. Just money grab. Stop it. Money grab. Yeah, just fucking stop. Like, I'm over it now. Like, I'm pissed now. I'm not going to go see it. It's dumb. Um, and you know about this uh, Into the Woods that's happening in New York with Sarah Perales? It did. You see the baker is. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm can't believe they didn't find a role for David Burke in there anywhere. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I'm not, yeah, I hate him now, so I can't, I can't look at him. I'd love to see her, though, as the baker's wife. I think she'd I know, lovely. she'd be great. She'd be really great. I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Maybe it was about that. 
We talked about Wicked. Yeah, I was going to bring up uh, Neil Patrick Harris because I, I found out my news from TikTok now because I am young and hip, you see. <laughs> and I saw it on TikTok and I was like, what? Is, and I saw The Witch first and I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Sarah and I was like, okay. And then I saw him. And I was like, you know what? Why? Why you got to ruin shit? I was just going to say, why you got to ruin everything? Why you got to ruin everything? You and James Corden, get out of here. Oh, James Corden's late night show is ending. Yeah, yeah. I will take credit for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, America. Shall we get into our funny lady? Let's crack into it. Let's crack at it. <laughs> so this week, uh, we're going to dip into a little bit of Sandra Bernhard. Yes, uh, but just, it's a wee pond. Yeah, so yes. just, a, just a little bit of quick bio. Uh, born June 6th, 1955. She is 66 years old. That's crazy. So crazy. Born, of course, in Flint, Michigan. And, you know, famous for her turn in the Jerry Lewis King of Comedy movie that Martin Scorsese directed. She was on Roseanne for a while. She now has a radio show on Sirius XM called Sandyland. And so we watched the film adaptation of her smash hit one woman show. Without you, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think you hated it. Um, I questioned our friendship a couple of times. Um, yeah, it was fucking terrible. Mm. You loved it. I admire it. Let me let me let me say this. I I feel like she is probably a brilliant person with brilliant ideas without the chops to pull it off in a way that people can will will find it funny. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I saw what she was going for, but she wasn't funny enough to me to pull it off. It's interesting this adaptation because the adaptation is not really anything like the show on which it's based. Sure. Sure. So the show really was a huge success in the late eighties. It was where she and Madonna became friends and were tromping all over New York together. Mm -hmm. Madonna was doing speed the plow at the time. And uh, I also, that's crazy. I know I have the, um, they recorded it live on the closing night of the show. So I also listened to that after I watched the movie and it's just interesting. Like the movie is set up like she is this person or persons maybe sure, like, yeah, right. Doing like a nightclub act to an audience of very disinterested people. Right. Who are predominantly black. Right. There is a lot of cultural appropriation on her part. Right. Which is the point, I think, of this whole movie. But it's interesting to take such a departure from the show. Like, the show is just straight up, like, if, if you were to strip all of that stuff away, like the Diana Ross costume, wig the Nina Simone outfit, all of that. It's just like those monologues, very straightforward. So it's just very interesting to me, the change 
that was made. Her, I, I, you know what? I, I might take back what I said. I don't know that I got what she was trying to do. I don't know that she understood what she was trying to do or what she was trying to say. She did. And plus you have to remember that this was 1990. So it was a different time now. Cause like sure. when she first, the first thing she does really in it is that Nina Simone number, the four women and she's in the head wrap and the big dress and all of that. And looking at it from the lens of today, it's like, which was different in 1990. I'm not saying that it was fine but i think she's doing it for a reason i i read one of a review from 2013 because they showed this at the brooklyn academy of music in 2013 Mm -hmm. and so the reviewer was saying how she was taking white performers to task for which is what i had thought okay yeah for appropriating black culture okay Okay, so I did get it. All right. Okay. Cool. I don't feel as stupid anymore. That being said, I'd still like to laugh. Like, I think the trick of it, the trick of it and the trick of satire is sometimes you are tricking people into learning something and they don't realize it till it's over because they've laughed, right? Until they really think about something. I was so fucking bored and irritated by how bad she was that I didn't like, I was like, Oh yeah, I sort of get it, but I don't care. Like, I don't care. This is terrible. I don't care. You're not funny. You're not like, I just, does that make sense? What I'm saying? It does. I. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. I just, I don't, I don't agree, but it makes sense what you're no, saying. No, no, no. And, and I, okay. And it, yeah. And I know you don't agree and that's 100% fine. I just want to make sure that I'm clear because I get frazzled and I don't know that I'm clear. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I think what you're saying makes sense. Yes. It comes off as it's one of those things you, you lure more bees with honey, right? Is that the saying? That doesn't sound right. Yeah. That yeah. Vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She was giving me vinegar. And I I personally think for that message to to really sink in, especially to the people who need it, she needed to come with at it with honey. And honey would have been if it was actually enjoyable to watch and funny on any level, which it was not. <laughs> so that was my problem with it. it. But it's my same sort of problem with like Andy Kaufman and sometimes jim carrey of that like you still gotta make me laugh or i'm not gonna listen to what you have to say yeah and maybe that's like just a personal preference andy kaufman i don't like andy kaufman i do love sandra bernhardt i've seen her more than i've seen any other person live really yeah yeah and i liked like i love that when she gets in that whole shtick about like how she wishes she was gentile and like I have a name like Babe. I'm like, oh, Chip, like her brother Chip. Right. But see, you doing it just now was funnier than the way she did it. (laughs) If you were my brother, I'd fuck you. That, see, I'm being dead serious. Like, she's just a bad actress, as far as I'm concerned. There were Um, touches like the whole, the, the whole end of that Christmas bit where they had the Freddy gloves. That was odd to me. Um, yeah, there were there were definitely touches that I didn't really under 
damned. Let me ask you this because you know. Uh, now, did you see that show? I did not. Nope. Nope. Um, the uh, the thing that I didn't get because I don't know. I don't think it was consistent, and maybe I'm wrong. I I went in on not on this. I didn't think I'm the guy. Cause she had like two talking heads at woman and mm-hmm. the guy, like, mm-hmm. you know, like a documentary style thing. But I feel like that wasn't consistent or maybe it was so far in between segments that it just didn't feel like a normal, like that normal trope. What, who was he supposed to be? What was his function? What was the woman's function? She was supposed to be like her manager. Okay, so he wasn't the manager. No, he was just a, like a friend. He's like a real okay. person. Like Steve Anton really was in The Accused with Jodie Foster. He was like oh, one of the guys who oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I do wish that there would have been, because I liked how, I, I sort of felt like, oh, like, I think the film is very self-deprecating. Like, I feel like she sets it up to like, she does not take herself seriously. Sure. I think given how the people are so bored watching her and actually like walk out of her performances. And also just that whole very end thing with the woman who writes on the tablecloth. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I was taking it like, Oh, this is like the best that she could get is like this fucking Steve Anton actor and like her manager to say nice things or to talk about her on film. Okay. I wish that it would have gone like if they would have added one, at least like one more person. That's how I took it. I don't know if that was the intent, but that was how I was taking it. Like she just has these nobodies who is all she could get to talk about her on film. Okay. I also really like when famous people are self-deprecating. I just find that refreshing. Oh, for sure. But I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not smart enough. That's not true. I don't, I guess. It's a difficult, I think it's a difficult film. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, like I got that she was self, I got it. But there are, but I I don't know, especially with a quote unquote comedy thing. I don't want to have to think about it that fucking hard. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. And, and so, I do, like, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, no. I, I, like, the way she played it, yes, she's being self-deprecating, but it was also kind of came off as a fuck you to the audience for not knowing any better. Does that make sense? It does. Again, it I wouldn't off, agree with that, but it makes sense. It, it came off more like that to me as opposed to making fun of herself more. Mm. Interesting. I just, I find it so interesting to take what has been a successful commodity and to fuck with it so much. I find so fascinating. And I just want to know why, like, what was it about that show? Because after she did it in New York, then she went and did it in LA. And it's just so interesting to be like, you know what? I want to take this piece that. I created and I want to now do this with it, which doesn't seem like it fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would be interested to actually see the actual show. Yeah. 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 Like in the show, there's a whole other thing about like a 
fantasy. Like really her stuff is all sort of very situational and like obviously like just made up stories, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, there's a piece in the, in the, sh- like the show where she like meets um, Stevie Nicks and they go back to Stevie Nicks's house and they twirl and um, it's so there are things that obviously didn't fit into the narrative of this movie mm-hmm. that were excised from the show. So, yeah, I just think it's like the whole I like I for some reason, I really love that whole ending where she t- is in that American flag and then dances to little red Corvette. Like she just got like, why? She why? got a body yaddy yaddy, though. I tell you what. I mean, but it's sort of like, OK, so you just wanted to show us your body. Awesome. Like, I, don't know. I just I don't know. Like I, I just feel like that's why I feel like there's got to be something. I, I did. I like you. I feel like I don't get the whole thing, but it's fascinating to me. Okay. Yeah. I guess I couldn't decide if it was like, is there a thread that I'm missing that would make me think this is brilliant or is she just terrible? And I couldn't decide. And I went in with no feelings about her. Um, so yeah, I just, it, mm, I went with the latter on it. That's fair. I feel like I've disappointed you. No, 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 no. They're, they can't all be winners. And like I said, it's, I know it's a very potentially polarizing film. It certainly is not for everybody. I don't really know that it's for me, but I just find it. You just appreciated it. I appreciate more. it. And I admire it really for what it is even though I don't fully think that I understand it all. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, so yeah, I just, like I said, I just, it's like, I certainly was not guffawing through it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I just was like, that's interesting. That's really interesting. I would implore everyone to watch it and, and tell me what it, what it means to you. Yeah. I would, I would really love that too. If people were to, watch this and let us know what they think of it. Cause I, there weren't, I, I couldn't find a whole lot of um, like reviews and stuff online. Like Robert Ebert, Robert Ebert, Richard Ebert, Roger, Roger, Roger. Ricky, Robbie, Ruji, Robbie, Roger Ebert uh, gave it three stars out of four, but he also starts the review saying like, I wasn't really sure how I felt about this. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely I'm going to stop saying the same thing over and over again. So, OK, um, it was just yeah, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. And it's been it's interesting watching it from a 2022 lens mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, it's it is what it is. I'm going to stop saying that it's interesting and fascinating. <laughs> I actually would like to sit down with her and be like, please ex- explain. Yeah, I Explain. would. Yeah. Um, like, I wish that there was some sort of fancy DVD release or something that would have a bunch right. of. Right. Where she goes, okay, dummies, this is what I fucking meant. <laughs> that would have a bunch of supplemental materials. But yeah, it's, um, yeah. All right. All right. All right. So if you all get a chance, watch Without You, I'm Nothing. It's from 1990 and hit us up. 
Let us know what you think of it. Let us know what you thought. Cause I don't know. I mean, I know, but maybe I could be changed. I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely something I, that makes me think about it. Like I don't, like, I don't like finish watching it and just flush it out of my mind. Am I picking the next woman? You are. Now I have three choices of things. Okay. Um, the first choice being the Kirstie Alley Shelley Long extravaganza. Now, do you want to do that as something we're doing while you're in Florida, or do you want to wait? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So now, what are the what will be the parameters about this? Well, let's see. I think that we need to pick one. Now we've already done Shelley Long, so we've right. already covered two of her movies. We did. I think you did True Beverly Hills. I think so. Is that true? This is before we were sharing our movies. I did Outrageous Fortune. True Beverly Hills and Outrageous Fortune. So let's. So. I mean, there are obviously our others. So, are, so I guess are we going to pick one Kirsty and one Shelley and put them against each other? Yes. So then I feel like they have to be movies that we have not seen, right? We can't go yes. in with some predisposed predisposition, pre-eclampsia, <laughs> precognitive. Yes. Precog. Let's watch Minority Report with Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's so precog. You're so precog. <laughs> so what shall Shall we just do, shall we just tell the masses now? Oh, yes. Tell the masses now. They can watch beforehand. See if yes. they agree with us. Let's do that. So I would say for Shelley Long, I'm looking at her filmography now. Hello Again is something that we could do. The Money Pit. <gasps> or Irreconcilable Differences. Irreconcilable Differences. With Drew Barrymore and Ryan O'Neill. Let's do the money pit. Money pit, yes. Money pit. And then for Kirstie Alley, shall we just do Drop Dead Gorgeous? Oh, sure. Because you have two seen birds it. with one stone. Um, but let's take a quick look. There's Madhouse. Oh, John Larroquette. I can't do John Larroquette. Okay. I really want to stay away from the look who's talking, you know? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Shall we just do the Tim Allen movie? <laughs> Let's. All right. For better or for worse. Richer or poor. Oh, richer or poor. <laughs> Whatever. So we'll do the Money Pit and the Amish movie. Oh, boy. God. And Money us. Pit, um, I think it's equally her and um, I almost said Ted Danson, Tom Hanks. It, they're equal. I don't okay. think it's just like, you know. And I would assume that it seems like they'll be pretty evenly matched in these movies because she'll be the wife of Tim Allen. Shelley right. Long is the wife of Tom Hanks. Right. Right. There we go. All right. Money Pit and for richer, for poorer. I... And may God have mercy on our souls. Hope you Canucks are happy. <laughs> Look what we... you're making us do. Look what I just, I am getting over COVID. <laughs> I cannot believe. See, we're doing this. For, did you see how much we love you? <laughs> and much it. to Joel's chagrin, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. he, he hated our Shelley Long episode. 
Oh, all right. I'm so sorry, Joelle. But we'll come back at you. I have two other women in the chamber. Uh, when it's my turn again, couldn't be more different. Uh, so I'm excited about that. All right. If you want to shoot us an email, we're at threefunnyladies at gmail.com. And you can follow us on the Insta at Three Funny Ladies a Podcast. And that is it, folks. That's all she wrote, Mama Jamas. Have a lovely day. Um, bye. Bye.